It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. And uh, always great to have the man who runs the franchise on an opening day, the official opening day. Yeah, you're like the... You're like the dad. You're the guy in charge. You're, you know, Great. we're on, we're on the road trip. We're all in the back in the station wagon, and you're driving us down the street. Yeah. Well, I forgot seven guys. So how how am I doing? What I mean, <laughs> I, I wish we could start on something else. I mean, we have talked so much about this, David. It's just yeah. it's 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 just still part of the times. And I I mean, for you, I can't believe that you're still going through this. I agree. We yeah, it's hard to believe opening day and. This is what we spent most of our day on and, and most of our weekend on, unfortunately. So, you know, guys went out, had a great road trip, busted their butts, three out of four in Tampa, got one in, t- in Toronto, and hoping to come home and kind of continue the momentum. And, fortunately, we're dealing now with missing a lot of guys. Is it everybody's tested positive or they've been around somebody? Where are we at now with this? It's some. It's somewhere in between there. Um, yeah, without without disclosing too much, we've got seven guys on the COVID IL for various reasons, and uh, unclear how long we're going to be without them. But uh, you know, one thing Cots has done incredibly well in the first ten days is taking the twenty eight guys he's got with him and, and fight as hard as he can to the last out. Well, one thing that I've talked a lot about here on A's Cast Live. By the way, how about the cameras now as we're taking this oh, thing man. on video? I would have posed more if I had known there were You're cameras. You're going to have to dress there. up now for this show. <laughs> I did for opening day. You couldn't tell. So, so uh, <laughs> when you start thinking about this team and what I've been talking about is you're number one in runs scored. You're number one in hitting with runners in scoring position. Like, yeah, those two things usually go together. So, right. I mean, we've we've had a lot of years where we've gotten off to a rough start in both categories, or struggled for extended periods of time with runners in scoring position, or two outs. And um, you know, this team's had a great approach and, and worked on it. Something Cots emphasized early on, and, and they're doing a nice job right now. A lot of negativity was said about this team nationally, locally. You get out to a start like this. How does that just make you feel and your staff feel that you took a lot of heat in the offseason and the team that you've assembled now and, God, all the different things you're going through and starting on the road and the three different cities in the East Coast and COVID and going to Toronto and unvaccinated players and all that craziness, you are where you are. I've always felt like a disproportionate amount of a team's narrative gets written in April. You know, what what your start is or what the first impressions are kind of sticks with you. Uh, good or bad for a lot of the season. And, and for this to be this team's first road trip where they came back, they battled, they won some big games, they played against three teams who were expected to be in the playoff hunt, like that's a huge, huge thing for their confidence, for the narrative around this team, and I think for Mark and his staff to kind of hold on to for a while to get these guys to continue to put in the work. I just said this with Ken Korak, that I believe this is, you know, every game's important, right? And every mm-hmm. homestand, every opening day. But for this team right here and the community all of a sudden went from being highly negative to i got people blowing me up for tickets <laughs> opening day i'm like opening Great. day you were mad a month ago now you want tickets for opening day that's good to hear but i think that this homestand right here orioles texas then you got the giants i'll be a lot of interest and then a home again after that i think you do well here you get a lot of people really interested in this club. So yeah. just tell me what you think about this homestand for that. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes both ways. It'd be great to play well and, and you know, and 
you know, be in front of a bunch of people tonight and, and go through the homestand all the way through the Giants series. Um, obviously, look, we're missing some of our best guys right now. So this, this team has a big challenge ahead of it. Uh, at the same time, you know, we, it's a long season. It's a marathon. We always talk about this and the grind. And, you know, we had a great road trip. You don't want to put too much emphasis on, you know, on one game or one series. I mean, like I said, we've, we're missing seven guys. We're going to have rain Wednesday and Thursday, so who knows how that plays out. It's going to be a disjointed week here, to say the least. Um, but these guys have proven that they can play through the distractions. Like you said, there was a lot of noise around them coming out of Arizona. Uh, first two games in Philly didn't go our way. And then they kind of turn things around, so they've proven they can do it. But one of the good things, though, is that everybody has contributed in the wins. Sure. So when everybody's had a part of it, okay, you lose some guys, but don't you just start getting that real next man up? We've all done this before. Well, sucks he's gone, but we can yeah. still win. Do, do you really have that sense? I think that's right. I think we've had that here for years, obviously. We talk about it all the time, and I think this team has developed it early on. Uh, one thing I talked to Mark about last night was the play that Kevin Smith made in Tampa in the ninth inning the other day. Hard ground ball to start the inning. He picks it. Guy hadn't gotten a hit up until that point, but he makes a contribution defensively, helps Lou win that game, essentially, and then he goes and swings the bat in Toronto. So you're seeing what you, like you said, you know, Pache scores a run in Philly to get our first win, comes out the other night, hits a homer in the ninth. So, yeah, I think you're right. This this team is developing that. They know they can contribute in different ways, and we've seen it in the, in the rotation. We've seen guys in the bullpen already play roles that nobody expected they were going to do. I think people that freak out about long road trips have never been on trips with teams before, and what they don't understand is there is something about when a team goes on the road like Philly, Tampa, Toronto, you're riding on buses together, you're on the plane together, playing cards or doing whatever you do, you guys go have dinners together certain nights. There's something about building that chemistry that when you're at home, kids, wives, girlfriends, whatever you got going on, that starting out on the road like that can be a chemistry builder, and I got the sense that this team kind of felt that. I think you're right. Um, yeah, it's funny you talk about all those things, you know, the buses, the planes, the cards, and all I can think about is COVID. But, um, <laughs> but yes, that other – I feel so bad for you. <laughs> there's, that other ah. part, there's that other part of it that, um, that, yeah, you get that time together. And like you said, you're away from families, and, and particularly when things do go well. I mean, it, look, it could snowball the other way, and you lose three or four straight, and guys don't want to be around each other. But, but when you do, you do have a trip the way we had it, I think it's really good for a young team. I can't imagine now we've been going on 2020, 2021, now 2022, where essentially it's got to be like a a thing that is like in your head now that every morning when you wake up, you don't want to look at your phone. I don't. I don't want Nick to call me ever. I'm tired of hearing from him. When you see his name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just straight to voicemail. Uh, Look, we're going to look at it. We're going to get it over with early. We're going to get through this. You know, happened early in the season. We're going to get through it and then hopefully not have to deal with it the rest of the year. Pache is very interesting, and, you know, when you start to watch him play and now seeing him, saw him in spring, but he just walked by a little bit ago. You know, normally you see guys a little bit small. He's not a small guy. No, he's, he's a, a good size. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's a good-sized guy for his athleticism. Uh, obviously, the trade was hard to do, but knowing what you were getting back in return, what do you think so far? <laughs> I've had fun watching him play. Hopefully, everybody else has too. And and on top of that, I've watched Shea Langelier's catch and his at-bats in AAA. I watched Ryan Cusick start the other night in Midland. I mean, 
yeah, you know, they, we've said it a bunch of times. That that was not a a real fun trade to make, um, but you move forward and you look at the guys you got and you see how he's affecting this team and you see how those guys are going to contribute down the road and you got to be excited about it. Uh, no doubt about it. And the Little League home run. I mean, he's coming down the line, fist pump, and then realizes and he takes off. Yeah. And that's when you realize when a guy can go from that speed into elite speed, it's just speed comes to the ballpark every day and you can't teach you can't teach that yeah no you saw tony uh up the third baseline right along with darren bush waving him around second and third so he can uh he can impact the game uh pitching your bullpen has been pretty good so far sure has what scares me though and we're seeing it all around the league and it's we're gonna set another record of innings pitched by bullpens yeah that means there's a lot of arms that you're gonna need that are here now that are down in triple a to get all the outs you're going to need, just uh, do you guys project like what you're going to need? Because it just to me, it just it keeps growing every year. It does, and we keep we try to keep an eye on it. And Mark's as aware of it as anyone is. You know how much guys are being used, how many days off they are not getting. You know, hopefully now we're two times through the rotation. Hopefully, other than Frankie, we can also get these guys stretched out a little bit because you did want to be you know you wanted to be careful the first couple times through. It's going to be important now for for Cole and Dalton and, and Paulie to get stretched out and to get up to 90 to 100 pitches to, to you know, use those bullets and give the bullpen a rest because we're aware of how much they're being used. Obviously, this is a business about relationships, right? And you had this relationship with Bob Melvin for a long time. Now Bob's gone, and you're so used to Bob, and now you got Kotze. Just what yeah. has that been like for you? Mark and I are learning each other for sure. I mean, look, we've known each other for a long time. This relationship goes back a long, long way. Um, but this is a different dynamic. So we're getting to know each other. He knows how early he can call me when he's on the road. He knows how late I'm up. I know what time of day to get to him, what his moods are like. So those are all the things you learn in a new relationship. We're getting there. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's different. <laughs> yeah. and. I think it probably is a lot better that you've had this job now for years as the general manager yep. than when you say both of you getting it at the same time. Yeah, I think that's right. Like I said, we've known each other for a long time. When he was here as a player, I was assistant GM. It was different. But since he's been back in the organization of the coach, he's known me as the GM. We've had this sort of relationship now with him moving up. The dynamic changes, but, but we've got a lot of history to work with, and that's been helpful. What year is this for you? 23. Wow. <laughs> You ever th- I mean, 23rd opening day. I mean, I don't care what business you're in. I mean, whether it's a law firm, a tech company, or what, I mean, you're well, sales. What, to work for the same company for that long yeah. is not the norm. No, I'm very lucky. Very lucky to be here. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of people come and go, but I've also seen people who have been here the whole time. You know, I you know, still talk to Grady and Eric and Keith on a daily basis, Chris Pitaro, like all these guys still here with us. That's sort of what makes this place special. So I'm I'm very lucky to still be here. You know, today's our first day back and I did you know, we've got so much stuff going on now with Ace Cast Live and putting this thing on video and everything and I didn't go in the clubhouse. <laughs> so, you know, you know, you go in the clubhouse, you look to the right, there's, there's, Voos. there's Voos. Yep. Today was the first day you went, first official game, you went, and there's no Voos. No, it's hard to believe. Yeah, Billy sent an email out to all the baseball operations the other night just to say, hey, it's going to be weird walking in there Monday without Voos greeting you. And, in fact, his office has changed. Matt Weiss moved his office upstairs. It's a whole different setup. But I don't think we'll uh, – 
I don't think we'll be without Vuce for long. He'll be around. He can't, <laughs> he can't stay away. So he wants to be part of it. It'll be fun to have him just as a, a friend and a fan, and we'll see Vucey around. You can only play so much bad golf in Arizona in the heat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, first impressions of the division, the league so far, the American League, that you – I know you've been real yeah. busy with everything here, but you, you, you got a sense of what's going on. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's early for everybody, and you don't want to draw too many conclusions, but – um, you know, I think we saw saw Houston play well right out of the gate. They're still they're still a tough team. Verlander goes eight innings the other night. He's back. Couldn't believe that. He's back. So you know that you're going to have to contend with that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about Otani the first couple of days, and then he goes out and hits three balls to the moon in Texas. So. I mean, we sort of know what we're dealing with, and, and we know Seattle is going to be improved. We, you know, we talk with them a lot this off season. Uh, we saw the kid Matt Brash in spring training. He's gone out and pitched well, and their their rotation with Robbie Ray at the top is is much improved. So I think we know we have our hands full, and and you know the division is going to be tough. So I want you to talk about Nick Allen, and I haven't got to interview him yet. But so he'd have, I, he'd have to be here. He, he's not here yet. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> He'll be here by game time, but, hey, these things happen last minute, so he's he's in the air right now. It's just all going to be part of the book someday. It's all <laughs> so Nick Allen, I went to school with his aunt and his mom. Yeah. Went to church with his pa- with his grandparents. <laughs> his father, who also went to the same high school, but he was gone by the time I got there. But his father's one of our contractors for our restaurant in San Diego. All right. Highly connected to this kid's family, but I've never met him, right? Yep. So I know his mom and his aunt so well and his grandparents. And just tell everybody he was supposed to go to USC. You take him uh, first-round pick. He is the future, hopefully, at shortstop. I'm, yeah. I'm rooting for it. <laughs> uh, I know there's a lot of shortstops that you have in the organization. But just talk about what this what this kid, who he is, and what he means to this franchise. Yeah, he's, it's exciting to have him here, obviously, under, under weird circumstances. But, um, you know, a guy who has impressed since the day he got in the organization and, and you know, sort of overcame the, the narrative about his size and, and you know, where was he going to play. He's a great defensive player. He's hit eventually at every level. Got off to a great start this year in Vegas. Uh, and it's exciting to have him here just to get his feet wet. And, and we'll see where Cots gets him in. But um, but it's fun to have him. And you see little pieces of the future kind of arrive. And, and this is definitely one of them. I don't know. Where were they? They weren't in Vegas, were they? They were in Salt Lake. They flew home last night okay. from Salt Lake because they've got Mondays off. So they flew home last night. We uh, we found Selman and Christian Lopes and Nick Allen somewhere in Vegas this morning and put them on a bird. So and, and, they're on their way. And Lopes, I believe he's 29. He's been swinging it real well. He has. Yeah, he had a great camp. He made a really good impression in spring training. Re- staff really liked him and knew he'd be here at some point. So he's got off to a good start, can play a lot of positions like a lot of the guys here. I mean, part of what we've seen these first 10 days is the versatility of the roster. And Noisy and Smith move around. Tony can go out to the outfield. McKinney at first in the outfield. You can pinch hit. You can move guys around, and that's been super helpful. So Christian's on that same that same page. Let's end on this. I always, I always mention that the A's are the land of opportunity, that if you're a player, you love getting traded here, you love signing here. You love getting drafted because you really have a chance yeah. to get to the big leagues. And look at these guys that are coming up now that you've had to find and bring them here. <laughs> just, But just how much does that mean that when you look at the minor leaguers or you say to a free agent or you say to a guy that gets traded over here, you you play well, you're going to get an opportunity. Yeah. You won't be blocked. It's Look, that's been the theme from day one of spring training. And, and already, when I mean, you look at this team, 
Christian Betancourt, Justin Grimm, Jake Lemoyne, Danny Jimenez. These guys all signed here as free agents. They're here. They're, they're contributing. And Betancourt hasn't been in the big leagues in, what, five years? Lopes has never been here. I mean, we, we, we get these guys and say, hey, if you, if you perform, it doesn't matter how you got here. If you were drafted or whatever, it's a meritocracy, and you're going to get a chance to play. And hopefully, like you said, hopefully they enjoy being here and take advantage of that opportunity because it's certainly in front of them. Well, every single week you hear the David Ford Show right here on A's Cast, and now you can see him right here on A's Cast Live, your GM right here. Uh, are you going to be able to maybe Zoom every once in a while when, when, the, sure. when you're on the road? Yeah, we'll have it. Everybody Zooms. Yeah, we'll do it. We're all just used to that, right? <laughs> Well, happy opening day. Thank you. Good and to it, see you And guys. it's a hell of a start. Absolutely. David Force right here on the David Force Show as we get you ready for Martin Gallegos from MLB.com next right here on A's Cast Live. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.